All right, guys, welcome back to Inside the Unsigned. My name is Joe Deke. And I'm O motherfucking G. <laughs> Hell yeah, we got Jonah Ryan in the house, bringing you a brand new episode of Inside the Unsigned. If you guys don't know already, we have a few episodes out already, and we've got, you know, a bunch of stuff we're talking about, but we're available basically wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Stitcher, Break, Breaker, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. Um, we are on there, so check it out. And also available on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash inside the unsigned. So without any further ado, we're going to get into this shit. How Let's you doing, Joe? Let's get it, Joe. Let's give it to him, Joe. <laughs> How you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm good. It's good to be doing another episode. It's always been a good time. And talking about stuff that we love to talk about. Couldn't ask for a better outlet than Inside the Unsigned. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, just, uh, just randomly, it just came to my head. Uh, what, what are you, what are you jamming to these days? Uh, like what? Oh like, man, plenty of things. Uh, let me, let me open up the, uh, the, uh, on the iTunes real quick. All right, so. There's this unsigned artist called Before I Turn. I just got their album today. It came out this year. And they are very, very, very interesting. Kind of like a genty metalcore. A lot of influence with synth and keys. Very cool. I'm jamming the new All That Remains. They got three singles. Back to being heavy. Um, the guitars, well, ex-guitars, I think he's current, sorry. DL from Legend, he produced the record. And I've been jamming a lot of Papa Roach and the brand new Ice Nine Kills album. I'm jamming a lot of stuff, man. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's pretty dope. Um, I'm I'm definitely on, on board with you with that Ice Nine Kills jam. Finally got a chance to listen to it all today. Listened to it twice, and I was just like, motherfuckers, you, you guys just set the bar not only really high for everybody but for yourselves as well which is honestly a really exciting thing because you know it's you always want to be better than your last album so it's just like all right well ice on kills has definitely been one of those bands that that does that um and i've listened to uh, uh the new Beartooth record too i fucking love that album yes sir uh, been jamming that probably listened to that twice today too um all because after all this time I know this is going to sound weird, Orion. I finally got Spotify Premium. And it's about a long- time, Joe. And, I, and I'm happy you did. Now you see why it's so fucking awesome. Dude, it's weird. Like, I was just like, this is literally... Because I was jamming Pandora all the time. Like, And I liked... I mean, I liked that because, you know, it was just... I got to hear, like, similar songs and listen to a bunch of, you know, random th- songs that I you know, wouldn't have heard of otherwise. And I just got to turn my brain off and just listen to whatever. But then it started like only playing the same exact songs over and over, no matter how many different playlists I went to. And I was just like, all right, I'm going to, I tried, I tried premium before. Let me just fucking do it. And I'm glad I did. Cause you know, I get to listen to all the fucking music I want. And I was as an artist when it, uh, I was kind of against it, uh, just cause like, as soon as Spotify became a thing, uh, 
iTunes sales like it was nine, night and day. iTunes sales went down, plummeted. So <laughs> Don't lie, was, they plummeted. <laughs> it absolutely did because I was just like, hell yeah, this is dope. We got like, you know, we we're making pretty decent money off of, uh, you know, iTunes sales, and that helps us pay for. I mean, you know how it goes. All, oh, all yeah. that you never actually pocket it until you're, uh, you know, actually making it uh, in the in the beginning stages. You're just fucking making money to invest that same money back into other stuff in your band. So that was weird. But anyway, long story short, uh, I got Spotify <laughs> and, and that, that's where it's at. And uh, I mean, let, let's 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 get into it as far as the uh, segue, the art. The artist, I mean, you, you already saw me. I was, I was dribbling and I, and I shot you, you already know it was up. <laughs> I know, I, I saw it, but just for you guys, I'm always gonna just say it now. I can't keep drilling his toes. You're gonna make me self conscious about the segue. It's all the good. Segways it's, are lit. It's, the segues are lit. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's all good. Well. Uh, as we segue into the Spotify uh, portion of our podcast. Uh, so, yeah, let's talk about it as far as uh, the artist perspective, because I know you and I had briefly touched on it on uh, one of the previous podcasts, and we wanted to dive into it fully um, yes. through, you know, since it's a, a massive subject, not only Spotify, but uh, like social media in general. Um, we didn't want to like just glaze over uh, like our initial thoughts. So this this podcast, we're going to get as detailed into it as we can. Uh, I'll tell you all the shit that I do. Um, some of it works, some of it doesn't. So take it, take it as it is. And then we can also give you some examples of things we've been noticing lately that actually have been working that are kind of like new developments. So um, we will definitely get into that. So um let's let's talk spotify all right yeah yeah let's talk about spotify i'm ready for it <laughs> all right so obviously the biggest uh change from you know going from you know obviously when you're selling a record on itunes uh when you buy that record that counts as one album sale but now you're on spotify you don't have to buy that album and where where is that money going uh, like, how, like how how is that calculated? I know I know you know a little bit about this. Um, what's the equivalent? Like, is there an equivalent to uh, like X amount of people listening to a song, or do they have to listen to the whole album? Like, I know you know a lot about that. Well, I know for a fact, fifteen hundred streams equals one sale. So, I mean, anyone out there can can do the math. And I don't think that's too bad, honestly, like thinking about it now, because I remember back on YouTube, even when people were making album sales and all that type of jazz, and there's these songs on YouTube with, you know, even bands our size with 100,000 plays or whatever it is, but those type of streams on one song on, on Spotify, you know, you're talking almost, almost like 100 sales or something, or like, was that, seven... 75 or something like that like that's that's concrete unit sales that's that goes to your first week if you put it out and you happen to be doing those type of numbers i think that's that's pretty cool 
And um, it's cool that that's being uh, accounted for and less people are going to YouTube to, to listen to songs. It's actually more about the videos now. So all those artists who were getting all those crazy numbers on their songs on YouTube, it actually accounts for something now. Because I'm sure they were selling maybe a few hundred, but all those views on those videos, they could have their numbers could have been much, much, much higher. I think it's cool. That's what I've gathered from it. And uh, it's working out for a lot of bands. I know, uh, I'm sure some of the listeners might not know, if you jammed this band, Fit for a King, played into that. They got, yeah, yeah. Tell, yeah. Tell, tell, uh, I know we were talking about this before. Uh, I found this to be like extremely interesting with, with Fit for a King. Because I, uh, like I, I never really, you know, got too, too into them. And, you know, they, they kind of were coming in. Uh, you know they're they're if you don't know the band fit for a king they're like very very metalcore that's i, I mean uh, that's that's all you can really describe them as they've, they've got a lot of uh you know catchy songs heavy parts all that fun stuff but yeah I, uh tell me what happened with uh with what what their spotify strategy was or uh kind of marketing strategy was with this well the game plan was cuz you know knowing basically what i just said they wanted to get the best numbers that they possibly could. And just to break it down for you guys real quick, because uh, I'm on Ryan's page, because he made a very cool post about uh, streaming and the numbers for each record first week. Uh, Fit for King's first album, Creation Destruction, uh, sold 3,100 albums first week when streams weren't really that. It wasn't really that much of a thing back in 2013. It wasn't big yet. Their next album, 2014, Saved to Nothing, sold 6,900 first week with 400,000 streams. And let me keep it popping. <laughs> the album in 2016 sold 8,200 first week with over double the amount of streams from the last with 850,000 streams. Now, today, well, a couple weeks back, dropped a new album with 9,600 albums sold first week with 1.8 million streams and they dropped five singles before the record came out and they pushed with spotify all those curated you know playlists for you know the 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 playlist that the average listener will go to like the metalcore playlist or the breakdowns playlist with all these people and all these songs in planet rotation and they're getting they're getting sales out of that bitch you know what i'm saying and it definitely showed 1.8 million streams first week, bro. And getting those numbers, like, it, it, like there it is, man. There's the proof. It, it, this is the future. That and that's that's pretty crazy. And what's uh, what's interesting about it is, again, I, you know, I know that there's not saying that they're they're not a successful band because they definitely are. Um, you know, they're they're really big, but. I know bands like that are way bigger than them and they, they're not pulling those sort of numbers first week like that. Like they did something that was really fucking insane that I think is like a really good thing to take note of, take, you know, see, see how that plays into like your future marketing strategies and stuff like that. Cause that's, that's pretty big. Like, Oh yeah. For, for a band like that to, you know, top other like huge art artists in that, same genre that's that's pretty impressive it's very massive and the cool thing is 
which I wish that they would have done, which would be my critique. All this, all these sales are strictly off of the Spotify stuff. They put out all these five singles, but they only put out one music video before the album dropped, and they still got those numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's insane. They dropped the second one after it came out, but you're, you're seeing bands now dropping, you know, at least two videos, maybe three if you have the budget before your record drops nowadays for real. They didn't have to do that and still got those numbers because they played Spotify correctly. I think that's fucking cool. And that's that's something that, like, is, like, so, like I mean, I know, like, in the industry over the past, like, year or two, there's been, obviously, some eyes on, like, the strategies of attacking Spotify and stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of trial, trial and error methods and stuff like that. But, you know, two years ago, it would have been fucking ludicrous to release half of your album before it even came out. Oh, like, yeah. That would have been, like... It's like, all right, well, I already heard it all, so why would I, you know, Spotify, I mean, it's still, like, around two years ago, but definitely wasn't nearly as big, and it just seems to be grow- growing into a massive uh, massive thing, which is, you know, it's converted a lot of people. I remember, like I said earlier, uh, when we were, we were just talking, I was, you know, I was just salty about Spotify, and I remember... Uh, even when Spotify first came out, and you're like, "Fuck all uh, that, man! I'm gonna stick to whatever the whatever it is you were doing." Like, "Yo, Joe, one day you're gonna get this shit." Like, we'll see. <laughs> then, yeah. Today, well, you're like, "Hey, yo, guess what?" <laughs> well, no, but I, I'm saying, like, even when Spotify first came out, and uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people were doing it. Like, it was smart for all the. It was definitely smart for unsigned bands to do it, just because the more avenues that you can get your uh music out the better but like oh, yeah. i remember like huge artists like on the radio they would refuse to have their uh music on spotify because they were losing album sales because i don't think there was even like a uh, comparable calculation or whatever like i i i might be wrong but i think taylor swift for a while wasn't on spotify i don't know if she is or not but i, I, I always think that, it was calculated i just don't think it was actually looked into and brought to light because i started using spotify um mainly on tour back in 2014 when i got like finally got unlimited data so i was like the i was like the man with 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 the 24 7 all i did was spotify have my own playlist they're all types everything everything was on there you name it it was on there so it definitely had been going on i just think people were just kind of with it now and actually know how Spotify works than just some new platform like how how are we getting paid from this like, like just look it up man like don't, don't yeah. be lazy like I'm, I'm sure it's there <laughs> somewhere and it, it's cool because uh you know again since I'm since I'm a new user to this uh I I, th- I think it's pretty cool that you know you can you know at like even add your friends on Spotify like almost like it's a social media website and check out what they're listening to and, you know, kind of, you know, be interactive with that on that platform. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I was, that was actually one of the alluring things that like, I was like, all right, I'll fucking listen to it. So I could be like, Hey, what's, what's Orion listening to or who, what's this guy listening to? I want it. That's a good way to like, if you have friends that listen to similar music as you, then you can, you know, see 
what they have going on. I think that's a really cool aspect of it. I know it's like not one of the main sales driving factors, but every little detail that will help, you know, promote music or get music to new ears. I mean, I'll take it. I think that's a cool uh, detail in there that uh, I didn't really initially know about. Yeah, 100%. You know what's cool about it, though, which makes it better than Apple Music? Because I'm an Apple Music guy. Um, it's just as easy, but, you know, I have it. But, um, <laughs> you know, I have it. But anyway, it's cool because Spotify actually shows the artists' monthly listeners and shows the plays on their songs and all that type of stuff. So let's say you are an unsigned band, which is the point. And you got someone trying to check you out and they're checking out your Spotify, they can kind of, you know, pinpoint how popular you, you really are, then opposed to what I jam to good Apple music. They ain't no views on there. There's no way to tell if this band's popping or not. So I think that is awesome. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, like that, I mean that's that's a really good point. The uh uh the fact that you can see like all, all those, especially because Spotify is becoming like one of those things that, you know, the labels are looking at management, all, all of your opportunities are looking at now they're like gearing their eyes to Spotify. And like, in my mind at this point, it kind of just seems like, and they kind of did it to themselves. Uh, Facebook likes for bands is way less important than, plays on your on your music and that's (laughs) yeah i mean because you know you can casually it does play some sort of a factor or whatever um but as far as facebook goes uh we all already know unless you're paying for it uh like paying for ads or whatever not many people are going to see your whatever you're posting let alone like just your casual stuff that you want to see or whatever, but oh yeah, uh, I agree with that. <laughs> it was yeah. So, you know what's funny? How how Facebook used to be so good for bands, and now it's just not even about that anymore. Because I remember even like kind of like with the the Spotify thing and trying to like see if a band's popular. And I remember back when they had the X amount of people were talking about this artist on on, on the top of you know different pages on on on, on Facebook, and that's yeah yeah yeah, thing, and it's like. Why would any management or label for you know checking out a band? It, it, it's hard to tell. Spotify picked up on that. It's like, bro, Facebook. Why did you take that feature away? Yeah, I and that's. I actually completely forgot about that, but that's a really good tool. I mean, I I can see maybe why it wasn't so good. I mean, how it could have had some faults or whatever, but definitely Spotify perfected it because at least with Facebook or whatever, uh, you know, if you had uh, like around the time that that was going on, that's when bands were uh, posting like, and I know my fucking band did it and I fucking hated it. (laughs) The memes, but like, it was like, it was like smart sometimes because, you know, if you had a song coming out or whatever, and then you just randomly posted a really funny meme or whatever, or if you had a tour coming up and blah, 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 you know, that shows that, Hey, a bunch of people are interacting, what's going on on this page. So kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, just at least some sort of lore to get people to come, come to your page or whatever. Oh yeah. Again, fucking hate the 
whole meme thing, but uh God, that's dead. Because I mean that was that was annoying to me too. It was cool like at the time, but then it got kind of ridiculous because there were bands who were literally getting famous off of that. I could name some, but I'm not. But um, you know, like <laughs> they were riding off of that wave that was going on for like maybe less than a year, but you know, I'm just glad it's gone because that's not what music's about. Yeah, and you know, as a musician, I fucking love. I I, I mean, I'm gonna be. I'll, I'll probably be talking about it in future episodes. Like the more I learn and look into, you know, Spotify and stuff like that. But um, I know for sure, like like I had mentioned briefly uh, earlier, uh, I know for sure uh, that we've had meetings with like an old our old manager or whatever we're just in the offices and that like just the topic of spotify that's that took up like half of the time like you know you talk about you know what's coming up what what things are you know what the projection is what the plan is for x amount of months here's what we're going to do and then the rest of the time was talking about and brainstorming like spotify strategies what we can do to you know, boost, boost our, uh, Spotify plays. And obviously one of the things that often comes up, you, you mentioned it a little earlier, but getting on those fucking playlists, let's talk about how we can get on those or how bands can get on those playlists because it's a good thing and a bad thing that just any random old person can make one. But even if you make one, even if you, have some sort of relevance it's going to be really fucking hard uh to have anybody listen to that uh playlist a and for you know there to be enough people to you know actually follow the playlist or whatever and like have any sort of benefit for your band or whatever yeah so it's uh i mean for most people it could be tricky because i mean for me i have two examples um buddy of mine um I didn't use this for any reason, but he got his band on one of those curated playlists because he like looked into it and had a contact for one of the people who runs like the deathcore playlist with tons and tons of people and songs and all that and uh, pitched the track. And at that point, it was it was if your track was good. Uh, luckily, um, my last band put out a song and uh, it was deathcore as fuck and they just... I guess they just knew who the band was and put it on there and we got a lot of views or streams on it. That's cool. But if you want to reach out for it, you're honestly just going to have to, you know, research it, look it up, talk to somebody. A lot of people out there do offer to put you on a playlist for some money. I'm not talking about a lot, you know, 50, hundred bucks, maybe 150. But at the end of the day, it's, that's not a lot of money and it's very, very well worth it. Yeah, I would say chalk it up to, uh, you know, your whole marketing uh, expenses or whatever. Um, you know, getting getting your music out there. I, I like it's almost the same thing uh, that we did way back in the day. I don't remember. I don't know if you guys did it, but uh, for pure, pure volume, we paid a hundred bucks to be on the front page for a week, and. It, it was in no particular order as first come first serve and literally just that hundred bucks and hundred bucks is nothing for just a week of being on this site where people go only there to listen to music. And the very first thing you go to is their homepage. 
you're you're gonna get some people just checking out random music so that's fucking awesome so a hundred dollars is nothing to be on there for a little bit a lot of these playlists you know that you buy onto or whatever they're only they're not for like the longevity of the list sometimes it's only you know just just a week like i said but it pays so many dividends it's insane yeah that whole week you know some of those playlists have thousands upon thousands of people who do jam that playlist on the reg every day you're going to be jamming up thousands of plays and it's going to make your song look good if you have people checking you out you're going to get some money out of it it's it's a win-win there's nothing wrong with it and in now that i'm thinking about it to be honest like the you know obviously there's so many expenses when it comes to playing in a band and a lot of it uh you know makes sense and is practical because you see the immediate immediate result like hey we need to record these songs all right cool we record these songs we pay this money we get the songs back and they're cool or whatever we have to shoot a music video pay the money but when it comes to networking and that sort of stuff when you're dropping money you're just like this just kind of feels like i'm like just throwing money into this random thing and i don't see any immediate result but stepping away and looking back at it almost every single time that we dropped uh like x amount of dollars whether it was a hundred dollars or more than that every single time we did that like i see a drastic change in our progression like it was just like a, a kickstart each fucking time yeah like it we we never went backwards. We always went forwards after every single time we dropped money on on that sort of thing. Yeah, you got to put it in. I mean, it's funny you say that, though, because I had the same thing with some of my guys. Like, why are we paying for this, yada, yada? It's like, well, think about it this way. If I didn't bring up this idea or someone else didn't and, you, and no one wants to do it, does anyone else have any better ideas to push this band what else what else will we be doing just sitting sitting down going to work and hoping people just find our band and just become fans and buy CDs like you know what I mean you, you got to put yourself out there however you can sometimes just to see what works yeah and i mean you you can grind all you want you can you know there's there's a lot of different things you can do um but you know i'm not saying paying your way is the way to go but like paying money to uh, get more exposure is a hundred percent worth it. Always, uh, yeah, always worth it. Because it's it's like, I mean, obviously you have to do a little bit of groundwork yourself. I mean, you still always have to do groundwork. Like if you're if you're putting down money and you're not doing anything, then yeah, you're just throwing money and in the trash. It's not worth it. Uh, so you still have to be active and still fucking work at it, but. Uh, the paying money is to make sure that you're maximizing all of your efforts. Like that's the biggest takeaway from that is maximize the efforts that uh, you've been putting forth. And that's the, that's a good way to ensure that uh, you're getting the most out of it. And I mean, we can, let, let's go ahead and dive into, uh, you know, some of, some of that groundwork. Some yeah. of those like Segway. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of different strategies out there, um, a lot of different platforms to have strategies about, and I definitely, I'll, I'll definitely get pretty detailed as far as what I do and uh, 
you know, what I've done in the past and, you know, you can, you can shed some light as well. Um, so we kind of already briefly tackled Facebook at this point. I mean, what, what can you say about Facebook as far as promotion? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure, I mean, obviously we talked about before, but I'll, I'll bring up, uh, these key points. This, this podcast is strictly about this type of stuff. Let's get to it. If you're promoting and you're an artist or a band and you're doing everything right, obviously starting from the ground up, you know, you, you kind of have to get those ads. If you're on Facebook, you have no fans, of course, get all your friends and all your homies and whoever you can from every single member as supposed to about the band, you know, on the reg, get all your friends on there. You'll probably have, you know, a couple thousand likes by then. Cool. But f- from there, what do you do? It's not my space. You can't, you know, add friends and shit like that. You have to sit there and wait. Well, you don't sit there and wait. You got to fucking get some advertisements going. That's literally all you can do at that point. Or even join some of these, you know, metal group pages if you're in a metal band or, you know, there's pages for every genre. Like, be involved with the, with the, with the community. Make yourself known. Talk in the comments even and, you know, shoot, shoot some links if anyone's asking questions. Like, you know, you're a brand new band, you know. You, you want to kind of get to talking to people networking like it's pretty simple just actually do those type of things facebook is social media join those group pages talk to these motherfuckers and still do the ads sponsor your key posts and sponsor the actual page advertise the actual page as well you know that's all you can do on facebook but uh if you're not doing all that i mean you know you can't expect the world you have to do everything man like nowadays you have to do everything yeah you you mentioned a few uh you know a few good points one thing i will i will say yeah uh about uh the the groups or whatever um i've noticed with that um i mean obviously no matter what you when you join a, a big like you know metalcore group or whatever genre group um, you know, you're going to get tons and tons of people like promoting and whatever. So the likes and people paying attention that to that page kind of does get flooded, but don't let that, don't let that deter you. I know I've said this before and I'll say it a million times, uh, in, in the future, even if you get one fan from making one post, that's more fans than you had without doing that post. And who knows what that one fan could you know, could be, uh, yeah. as, as like helping you grow. So yeah, even though, you know, you, you joined this, you got the like invited into this like exclusive, uh, Facebook club and only, or group or whatever. And it's invite only blah, blah, blah. And you're like, all right, cool. Boom. Here's my, here's my band, blah, blah, blah. One like two likes. Okay. And then you get flooded out. Who knows? Maybe, maybe that was good. Maybe that was, oh, well, maybe it was good. There was no bad out of it. All you had to do was copy and paste, and that's it. But um, yeah, with Facebook, it's it is. Uh, I kind of compare it now to uh, just kind of being. It's basically just the band's website at this point, because <laughs> like back, back back in the day, it was like you know if even well, yeah, even if you had. Uh, 
uh, website or whatever, most people are still going to go to your like MySpace page or your Facebook page because that's where they're going to, you know, be more active and like that's what they visit more. Uh, again, that's when, you know, it was a little bit better for music or whatever, but you would rarely ever go to the, you know, their main website and, you know, check out their stuff. I mean, I did. <laughs> I, I still went to the, all, all the, all my favorite bands. Website yeah, I, I, I did the same. Damn. <laughs> I get you there. Like a, a lot of bands don't even have an official like website today. Cause they don't need one. Yeah. So it's, so basically you just, the 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 truth of it is facebook is just your home base your home website or whatever and that's kind of where the likes kind of fit in so like you know if you're you know attracting all this attention from various other sources those will hopefully translate into the likes or whatever and that's that's cool so that's that's all facebook is uh in like on top of your points the uh you know, social media strategy for Facebook is uh, money, 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 and and that works. I mean, one more thing to add, though. You know, yeah. even even in the these group pages or anywhere on Facebook, really, well, you gotta still kind of get yourself out there. And if you make a post like what you said, and you get a couple likes, you're like, well, that was pointless. You get flooded. That's fine. All the shit that's being flooded on. Go ahead and read what's going on. If you find a spot to talk in there, cool. When you post again, maybe some of these, you know, people who saw your post before, oh yeah, that that guy. Let me, you know what? Let me check out this guy's post and see what's going on with him. You know, something like that. Like, don't don't ever stop. Yeah, no, I mean, and that's that's actually uh, where I was just about to go to. And okay. You 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 segued into it for me. Segway. Segway. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, uh, that that is probably the key feature that you can, uh, you know, highlight for Facebook is, uh, and you can kind of carry it around most platforms or whatever, but uh, one thing I definitely noticed for sure based on the Facebook algorithms and all that sort of stuff is the more stuff that you're like commenting on, uh, the more kind of active that or the more not only active but more potential for people to see this dude's name show up like on random things and uh one person who i know is really good about that we're gonna have him uh on the podcast at some point is uh my friend tyler um i like i noticed that he like you know we've, we've been friends for a while and he's really good about uh, I don't know if it's his personality or part of his just like marketing strategy, but he's, he's commenting on a bunch of people's stuff. And I'm like, sometimes I'm like, how do you even know this person? Like, I, I like I'm friends with them on Facebook, but your comment is the one that's showing up on that, like smallest of comments or whatever. So, you know, if I'm just some random, if I didn't know him, I'd be like, who's this dude like commenting on this stuff? Cause I keep seeing his name pop up. Finally, I'll go check out whoever that person's band is, and that's happened on multiple occasions. That's just like a an example of somebody I know, but even people I don't know, I see their names pop up because they're commenting on so many different people's stuff, and it's not even promoting their own music. They're just commenting, getting their name out there, and then every once in a while, 
they'll promote their stuff and then yeah. I'm just like, okay, cool. Uh, that's a good way to get, get somebody in. And you never know, like if that will help or not, but it certainly won't hurt. That's what you, I mean, you kind of gotta, you just gotta give these people a taste listeners, give them a taste of, of you and keep them wanting more tossing the music. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Give them a taste. <laughs> What up? What's up, my what's up, my niggas? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, in just be cool, man. Like you're in a band, like just be cool, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. You don't even have to even allude to the fact that you're in a band. You can just or just comment cool. about something, and like that's that's honestly probably more incentivizing to like check out that person or whatever because yeah. They're not sh- shoving anything down your throat. Um, they're not like, like, hey, check out my band, check out my band, or whatever. You just see this person. You've seen this person show up every once in a while. You click on the person and be like, okay, this person's in band. Let me check it out because I've seen this person around on Facebook or whatever. So, uh, you know, that's that's kind of a good way to ease that in, more or less. Absolutely, bro. But you yeah. Some buzzes going on over there. <laughs> the snaps. But uh yeah, the uh that's that's probably a good a good summary of Facebook, but like I said, Facebook is basically the home home website and that's kind of how it has been for a while, but you know, before it was actually like helpful music, maybe now not so much. But one thing that I do and that I did uh, even while Facebook was uh, really popular was utilize the other social media sites to get ourselves more likes on um, Facebook. So like Twitter, Instagram, Twitter was like the main one, like Twitter. I went super fucking hard on Twitter and basically it's uh, it was it kind of did feel like a full time job. Uh, to, you know, do all the grinding on Twitter. Um, I would just sit there on my phone. Like, I'd go to a band. Okay, so I'll I'll go down to, like, the details, like the details I would tell my band bandmates to do at the time um, that I found most effective. So I know this strategy isn't foreign to people, but here's where my mindset might be a little bit different than other people's. So... Some people go through like hashtags and they'll like add people who have hashtagged uh, whatever. Um, some people will follow uh, like bands, uh, followers or whatever. What I did was um, when, when you when you try and follow uh, people who are following the band, uh, like a band that sounds similar to you or whatever, which is a, a good strategy or whatever. You're gonna be adding a, a lot of bots. Um, if you're just like adding a bunch of people, you're gonna be adding a lot of like fake fake accounts, fake profiles, and stuff like that. So what I would do is uh, go to a band that's similar sounding to us, or who I think you know fans of that band would like my band too. And I would actually go to the member pages because they typically had less people following them. And I would go to the member pages and follow their followers or whatever and that seemed to play out really well um 
especially when you know Twitter was a lot bigger and kind of bigger than Instagram at the time. At this point, I think it's safe to say Instagram's bigger than Twitter, wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, absolutely. Twitter is just like celebrity heaven. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of all it is now. Yeah, it was it was a pretty smooth transition from from Twitter to Instagram being you know being the heavy heavy hitter but that same that same strategy i still followed uh to instagram instagram's a little bit more tough though um with uh twitter the uh it was kind of like a a shuffle like if you had less than 2000 friends you could only or followers you could only follow up to 2000 plus 10% or something like that and then you had to unfollow all of the 2000 people that you followed. So it was kind of like a whole seesaw of following people then unfollowing. Uh, and you can all, all only like add up to your main amount following plus 10% or something like that. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 that's so much work. Cause I remember uh, this is funny. I think I picked up on that from you. Well, not from you, but it was from you from another. Cause I know, uh, Gail was telling me about it and he was fucking around with it. So I started doing it and this all came from you. So props to that. Cause I was doing the, <laughs> the, the same thing and got my I mean, it, page up to a shit ton of followers. And, and, and the cool thing was that it did correlate to more likes on the Facebook. Like, uh, uh, like 100%. I yeah. will I say that like, because again, there was no, like you, like you said earlier, there's no, you can't add friends on Facebook, like to like your page or whatever. Um, but with Twitter, you know, you could play that game. It was kind of just like a never ending follow to unfollow thing. Obviously I'd get like messages saying, Hey, why'd you unfollow me? That sucks. Blah, blah, blah. Oh and yeah. <laughs> like that always, it always fucking happens and it's going to keep happening. That's just how it is. I'm like, I just say, Hey, sorry. Uh, Twitter won't let me follow any more people. Um, I'll I'll follow you back. Well, yeah, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) that's, that's the difference, but I mean, you know, not like some, sometimes I'd reply, but uh, at least initially, but after, after a while, I'm like, all right, if you don't understand what's going on at this point, then I don't know why you're following me. I love your music. Well, the music's still there, man. (laughs) Well, okay. Well, that those are the ones that I'm more inclined to respond to. Like, if they it. like are fans of the band or whatever, then I'll be like, all right, well, all right, I'll follow you back. But just so you know, I'm gonna have to unfollow everybody again. So you're you're this is gonna happen. You might as well just stay unfollowed. Yeah. Well, I mean, another cool thing I did was uh, that seemed to help, especially uh, with Twitter. Again, this might not be useful information for Twitter, but, you know, maybe what I say could mold into another strategy for something that's helpful. But um, what I did since I was finally like pushing, you know, I was, you know, I do pretty well on Twitter, but uh, as far as followers go, but um, when I was like actually like getting, getting pretty high up there and a lot of people were following me or whatever, uh, I would make a post saying, if you ret- uh, retweet my next tweet, um, I'll put you on my whitelist, which is 
I won't unfollow you when I have to unfollow people. Uh, and that actually had a huge response because my next tweet was always a, uh, a link to our new song or something like that, or like a link to, uh, you know, promoting our music. And that was kind of my like marketing idea. I was just like, all right, whoever like wants to share my music or whatever, I won't unfollow you. That was just kind of how it went. And I got a lot of people retweeting that stuff. And like I said, the more people that are sharing your music, that's, that's extremely helpful. So that strategy definitely, definitely paid off. And, uh, you know, I, I always saw Facebook like bumps, uh, whenever I did that. And, uh, yeah, I definitely, I, I think Twitter for a lot of the likes that my band got, cause, uh, I mean, I, I went hard for maybe like shit, bro. I was going hard for like, you know, three months straight and I stopped because like it's a lot of work but once I got to that comfortable spot you know got to like 50,000 likes and I was like I'm done man like it's cool like (laughs) I got too much I got I got too many things to do but the cool thing was uh the Facebook was picking up really fucking heavy and that's ultimately what I cared about because like you said that's the ultimate website and you gotta look good on there no matter no matter what no matter how unimportant it is for getting your music heard. It's you still gotta look good on there. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and one thing that I think that uh, kind of like made me stop using Twitter as much because, well, I mean, there there's a point in time while I was in the band where I just kind of like, you know, just shut down and just had had my own things I was going through, but you were comfortable I, with how many you had, like you had so many, it's like, you know, yeah, well, but, <laughs> but, uh, Good. but then when I came, when I came back to like, uh, promoting again, I noticed Facebook or, uh, Twitter, uh, changed their, uh, their like limitations. And it was like, I, I saw, I saw it happening. I knew it was going to happen eventually, oh, but I was, small. it got real small. It, it got like, cause it, for me, adding a thousand people or following a thousand people became quick. It was quick for me though. Like, yeah, I know you say like, you know, it takes, it takes a lot of work. Yeah. It takes a lot of work, but like, I even like told people my, my strategies and what I did. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to look you in the eye right now. And, uh, I'm going to add a thousand people while we have a five minute conversation. That's how long it takes to add all those people. It's really not that hard takes five, 10 minutes out of your day and then you can move on. Um, and, but like, you're right. It, it also is a lot of work because I went as far as like, even like messaging people directly, like who followed me just said, Hey, blah, blah, blah. Like, and I wouldn't do the, Hey, like come check out my band thing. I would just say like, Hey, how's it going? Like just trying to start a conversation um, and like, let them look me up. Like I wasn't gonna bring up the band. I never brought up the band. I let them look me up, and that again led to people, you know, not being forced to like, oh, this is another guy just jamming his music down my throat or whatever. Like, people actually got to be like, hey, I'm actually wanna, you seem cool. I'll, I'll check out your band, and I, I feel like that helped too. There's there's a lot of different different strategies I had on Facebook, and again, all these are on Twitter. A lot of these strategies do carry over to 
Instagram as well. Um, how, I'm not, I'm not sure you're, uh, how, like how, how involved with, uh, Instagram are you? Well, I know, I know all the tricks with Instagram. I don't use it that much, but, uh, I've gotten asked in the past and talked to a lot of bands and people who use stuff. Cause, uh, even before we toured with Convictions, they were using the same app that I was using, which I thought was cool. And um, obviously, Instagram, like, it's much, much lower for how many people you can follow per day and all that type of stuff. But, I mean, if you can go ahead and catch 100 new, you know, fans or followers, you know, a day or two, that's cool. That's cool to me, man. They're, life's too short, man. After a month, like, I'll have you know, a few thousand more fans. I'm cool with that. Crowdfire was cool. I'm not sure what, what's popping now. This is a couple of Crowdfire. Years. Yeah, I use that too. I'm not sure what's cool now. It's been a couple of years, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm about to be hopping back into the game with that. Yeah. Um, as far as now, oh, I, I, haven't, I actually haven't looked at, um, you know, the followers, like any sort of like, uh, I remember how Crowdfire was, but then they took away like a cre- uh, like a crucial feature, and I just stopped using it. So now the only thing I oh yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, they they got rid rid of some sort of like following part of it or whatever, and I was like, well, that was the whole point of your app, so I'm I'm not going to use it anymore. But um, now the only like automated like app I use for Instagram, I think it's just simply called like unfollowers. And that just lets me unfollow accounts easier. It doesn't make it like, I still have to click on everybody's name, uh, like whoever I unfollow. But most of the times I don't look, I just, you know, press it 200 times. Cause you can only, you can only unfollow. I'm pretty sure. I know it changes depending on like how long you've had your account and, uh how active you are and stuff like that but at least for me um i can only follow and unfollow 200 accounts per hour um but even even when you do that uh it it can catch up to you because uh recently i had to do a purge and i like i didn't get banned or anything but uh because i like unfollowed like 3,000 people in two days uh like they're just like okay hold up you got a strike on you <laughs> like they're like it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a restriction but they were just like you can't you can't unfollow anybody at this time or whatever so i just i held up for a couple days and then i just unfollowed the rest just because that's i was just going through the cycle um of like following and unfollowing uh i don't i don't do it so much right now but I, I did get to my limit like last last. So I'll just unfollow now and see uh, see where we go from here. And yeah, then I'll then I'll, then I'll do all my afterwards. Yeah, Instagram's probably the 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 best way to actually get out there if you're a band. I mean, uh, I, I, I'm, I I still use Instagram to like check out stuff. Cause I have nothing to say. I'm not doing anything cool right now. You know, we're fucking trying to rebuild our stuff. I, I just love my 
my art. I'm not doing that right now. So anyway, I still check it out, and these other these these bands are getting so much traction and so many so much interaction with all these posts, and this shit's all over their Twitters and their Facebooks. I'm like, bro, Instagram is so huge now; it's insane. Yo, absolutely, absolutely. Like, Instagram is definitely. I mean, I'm almost 100 percent sure that more people are on fit or like are on Instagram that, well, not on Instagram, but at least interacting with face uh, with Instagram than they are Facebook because uh, guaranteed. I mean, honestly, honestly, uh, Instagram's a lot more interactive base and like, you know, you know, a hundred percent, you're going to get some sort of picture every once in a while. It's just going to be like, inspirational quotes or texts or whatever and all that sort of stuff but for the most part you know it's going to be you know pictures of people you know or people things you follow unless you're somebody like me who fucking <laughs> follows a whole bunch of people i'm like i don't know who you guys are i'll like i'll like something every once in a while i'll like animal videos and stuff like that but uh i would like everything fuck it <laughs> i mean but that <clears throat> i mean you, you you're you're right in my mindset. Uh, it's you're, you're supposed to. That's that's a huge thing that you, you can do, and I don't do it now because I don't. I'm, I'm I don't have anything necessary out yeah. just yet. Uh, I mean, obviously we have this podcast or whatever, but um, you know, uh, as far as like the music thing, that's that's the main thing that you and I are wanting to push, and that's what we would use those social media like strategies for yeah. so um but yeah liking shit just translates to the same stuff that i was talking about on uh about facebook is like the more times people see your name just liking everything like they see your name Who cares? Yeah, exactly. the fact that you that you liked everything like they see, they see like your that. fucking name and that's fucking awesome like that's all you want out of the that's all we want period and, but you're right though. Like right now, if you if you don't have anything to push, like you know, there's no point in going all out liking niggas and shit. Like yeah, I got to post from forever ago. I got pictures of me and shit. You like that? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, for me, like at, like uh, as far as like what I'm doing while uh, I'm trying to go out there and get these hoes. Like, no. <laughs> while <Segway>. I'm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was no segue. <laughs> that was not a segue. <laughs> what I'm doing. Segue. <laughs> That's funny. So, <laughs> uh, no. What I'm doing is uh, okay. Well, segway. now I'll go on. Go on. <laughs> After you say that, it's gonna sound like it. I'm I'm working on my personal brand. Segue. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I, no, I'm I'm just like you know, uh, not necessarily like promoting like anything. I'm just like keeping like fa- like fans of mine up to date on what I'm doing and things I'm interested in and uh, kind of like my daily stuff. So I like That's I go cool, on man. the yeah, store, yeah. like the Instagram stories all the time, and uh, you know I'll check out what my friends are doing on the stories, and you know people will interact with me on. Uh, stories thing is actually a really, a really cool feature obviously like just straight stolen from snapchat but 
because uh, yeah. honestly, <laughs> I like I rarely use Snapchat. I only like yo Snapchat I mean, kills my battery like nobody's business. <laughs> like I I only use I, I I rarely fucking use Snapchat ever, but um, I like I kind of just talk to one person on it, and that's <laughs> literally it. But um. Yeah, besides that, like, I, I don't look at stories on that, but I definitely look at stories on uh, Instagram and stuff like that. And I think that's, you know, you know, there's a lot more people that I can that I actually follow and follow me. So, you know, it's it's cool to, like, interact and kind of, you know, keep people, you know, in, involved with what's going on with me and stuff like that. So I think during the interim, it's a good sort of, you know, way to just be like, hey, I. I haven't become a ghost. I'm still around. Uh, yeah. Just I, here. Here's a little little peek at some some sort of something I might be working on. And I'm trying to come out like I'm trying to reinvent my shit. I haven't said a damn thing nowhere. I haven't used my Twitter. I haven't used my Instagram. I'll like fuck around on my Facebook. I've made like three posts from me in like the past two months. Like I'm a hermit right now. I'm waiting for, you know, yeah, what I the, want, and it's gonna be fucking cool. I'm trying to like completely reinvent the game. Yeah, I mean that's that's. I mean that's, that's just what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? That's just what I'm doing. I think it's. I, I, I think it's gonna be cool. I can't wait. Because uh, and honestly, like looking back on it, it kind of feels good uh, to like just not be always on it because I know you and I were always on it. (laughs) Yeah. You and I were like the main social media ambassadors of our bands or whatever. And we were just fucking on everything all the time. And every day, day. like every fucking day we had something to say and it kind of feels good to just be like, all right, cool. I have no pressure. I can just like chill and write this music and, then you know then i can go back at it because i already know how to do it i haven't forgotten i've done it for fucking 10 15 years now so yeah it's ain't nothing but you know that's just my take on it i know we both are very different people with that but you know um just for me i think it'd be cool to like kind of take that big chill pill and fucking you know because i'm doing a whole new shebang I want. I, I kind of want people to kind of be surprised when I come back with something fresh. Say, "Oh yeah, this nigga, fuck yeah," you know what I mean? And not like consistently yeah. see me all the time anyway. Like, you know, just doing whatever. Like, I kind of want it to be cool. Yeah. No. I mean, I think, I I think you you, you can definitely pull that off because, like you alluded to, we both have a little bit different of situations, but uh, I I mean, I think. I think both both strategies are sound and uh, yeah yeah we're, we're smart guys inside the unsigned niggas. Well, what mean, do you guys you know, think, listeners? Are we smart guys? And this is the poll. No, you guys are fucking dumb. Like <laughs> <laughs> you guys sound like idiots. <laughs> you guys are fucking idiots. But I love listening to you talk, <laughs> <laughs> especially when you say segway. Segway. So <laughs> um. So yeah, I was. <laughs> that actually threw me off to, to my like setup for the segue. Damn it! I'm uh, gonna kill that segue. Let me try it again. Segue. 
Well, no, I mean, I'm Damn saying it, like, I, I <laughs> I'm saying I had an idea for a segue, but then you got it now. I, no, it's it has to come natural. Segue. Segue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're good. We're good. We're good. Yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah, I mean, we t- we talked about Facebook, we talked about Twitter, talked about Instagram, Spotify. Um, what else? I mean, what else is out there? Because like I said, I like I like to expose people to like whatever, um, you know, available platforms. I mean, yeah. Even if they're not that big, uh, I don't know. You know, like what what else do you think might be a, a another viable option? I guess we haven't really talked about YouTube too much. There's not really much you do on YouTube. There's like, really not much of a, I guess, social media thing. Yeah, you can fucking, you know, you have your own profile and stuff if you want. But, like, you know, YouTube's all about, you know, videos and content and shit, like, or, or songs or, you know, just videos and songs. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Well, one, one thing I will say about YouTube, at least, is... Um, you know, when we're talking about strategies with all these different sites. Oh, yeah, segue. Well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> that wasn't supposed to be funny, uh, but go on. <laughs> it's all, uh, yeah, they have uh, w- one of the things that I did uh, that a lot of people do, but um, when you have your videos, I, to be honest, I'm not 100% sure if they still have it because I haven't seen it in a long time. But we, what we did at the time was, you know, those links that pop up like, on top of the video. Oh, you're talking about like, the uh, annotation. Yeah, yeah, that's still the that's very still there. Hell yeah, it's still there. Okay, yeah, I I mean I like because I only look at YouTube through my phone and I re- I rarely. Oh yeah, it, 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 it's crazy because you know YouTube has their their premium thing going now where you can you know skip ads and shit like that or just not even see ads. I think that's interesting. Kind of defeats a lot of a lot of things. It's cool that they have it. But yeah, that's still there, you know. But I think, segue into what you were saying about the, uh, you know, the push. Yeah, so I mean that that part's obviously really important. Um, so like, you know, put put the link on like the link on, uh, the at least the beginning of the song. I think that's the be- the the beginning or the end, uh, maybe both, whatever. But the link of where to buy, uh you know, your stuff on iTunes or Spotify, whatever, whatever you're trying to primarily push. One thing that I didn't do, um, which I'm thinking about now would have been a, an awesome strategy is to keep changing that link because I mean, I had it primarily focused towards like iTunes, like buy the whole album on iTunes. Oh, you're talking about that shit. My bad, bro. Go on. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what I was I thought talking, you were talking about. about something else. God damn. <laughs> all right well so yeah i don't know if that that's still a thing uh but they that was kind that, of the yeah, end of yeah they answered that shit too yeah but yeah so but it would have been cool like it would have been smart like if you know there was like even on the old videos like if there was a brand new song out uh but i'm like on one of the old videos i'm still pushing uh like our old record or whatever i never changed that um i think it would have been smarter to be like Hey, check out our most recent thing, and then update all of those links. Uh, yeah, it's going to take some time, but I think that might might have been a little smarter of a strategy. I don't really know how how much of a difference it would have made, but yeah, if it I, gets I, you I, an I, extra, you know, sale or whatever, fucking why not? It, it's just all about that, right? Like, 
Yeah. That's, that's and, the point. You know, ha- hashtags, that was probably, YouTube was probably the first thing that I actually used. Well, not hashtags, they just called them tags or whatever, but that was like the first site that I actually like tagged stuff in or whatever. So, you know, that's that's still pretty important, maybe not as important because at this point when you're looking through YouTube, you kind of know what you're looking for and there's not going to be many, you know, variable changes or like in the search bar or whatever. Yeah, like, I, it just kind of sucks because YouTube... I'm kind of realizing this as of recently because YouTube was kind of like the site to go to to find the new music and, you know, go through the, the, the little recommended section and kind of find something new you don't know and all that type of stuff, right? It's not it. Right. It's not it no more. It's, like, oh, no. it's not it. Like, even going back to Fit for a King, just as an example, I was checking out their, their video and for how many streams they have and how many sales they have, their newest video that is absolutely amazing, by the way, hasn't even broken 100,000 views yet. But, you know, and... <laughs> and that, like, that is fucking insane. That's like, insane. Like, that, that's so weird to me because the video, have, have you seen it, bro? No, I haven't. You told me to look it up the other day. You need, and you need to know. watch that tonight. You will, but either way, the video is so good, and they put a lot of time. You can tell they have all that shit, and it's only got ninety thousand views as of today of this recording. And my mind is completely blown because in the past that would already have a million views. Yeah, that yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so like, if if anything, like that's what they did was a very good example. Good move. Like how how insane and how important uh, this Spotify trend is, you know, picking up. Um, not like not only picking up, but like you know, it's it's been noticed for a while, and this has been like a really good like public example of you know. I thought that I think that's cool that um, that he made a post about it, like kind of promoting like, hey. This is actually yeah. Check it out sometime, listeners and YouTubers. Check out that video. It's uh, it's cool just to hear it from uh, the vocalist Ryan because he breaks it down just like how we are. But hearing it from the artist and how you can hear how stoked he is about it and exactly what their thought process their process was going into planning to drop this album and hype it up and drop these singles. They had this planned out. They knew exactly what they wanted to do. And they did it. You just have to have a plan. Yeah. No, I mean, and that was good. And it, it, it could have been a gamble, but like to be honest, it was. I mean, based on how how much how much evidence there is that you know Spotify is really the the main thing that we're looking at, especially especially now that there's like actual numbers behind, you know what what an album sale is. Uh, like equivalent to and the more people that are joining Spotify uh, the more chances or the more uh, opportunity for bands to actually get decent album sales because you know again in their early Spotify times or whatever uh, even if there was a a number which I'm sure there was to uh, you know quantify an album sale 
it, you weren't you weren't going to be seeing that, especially since not many people were using it or aware of it. But now so many people like it's it's literally the Netflix of music. And, you know, I, I heard this recently uh, on this one po- podcast I listened to uh, as far as like the biggest, you know, entity right now. The acronym is FANG which is Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, and Google, I think it should be turned into fangs soon with an S, add Spotify to the end, and uh, I think Spotify is definitely going to be a huge giant. I think Spotify is on its way, and just to throw in something we talked about before inside the Unsigned Listeners, with all that being said, don't forget to register for SoundScan. Or all those streams are, are not going to mean a damn thing. Yeah, that's that's extremely important. Um, Please, maybe for people who don't understand what that is, can you dive into it? Yes. So, you listeners, you can go ahead and get all the streams you want. That looks cool. But if you want to get on that big boy level and get some real rec- recognition and some charting, you wanna you wanna register your album or, or, or your single on SoundScan. It's easy. Nielsen runs it. You can Google it. Super easy. It's free. You know, hop on there. And um, if you put your album on TuneCore or DistroKid, CD Baby, each of your songs on the album will have the uh, ISRC, IRSC, whatever. One of those numbers. You got to type in all those numbers so that it can track all your sales all your streams and you know correlates to sales and 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 uh billboard can know who you are basically it's very cool man it's very cool a lot of unsigned bands use it a lot of unsigned bands don't know about it they're getting on charts they're not signed and that's all they're doing because i mean there's so many bands i wish that were doing it that i see getting hype you know it's basically it's basically in like in like a hundred percent layman's terms, it's basically a barcode for your band or for your song or your well, music. Like, yeah, a, you have the barcode, the barcode, but you need it. But SoundScan is like that; they're tracking it. You have the barcode, the I, the ISRC. The, yeah, that's what. I'm yeah, 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 you have that, but you got to make sure that the right company is tracking that so that it means something. Like you want to have accomplishments right you want to actually get some charts do that it's so easy a lot of bands don't fucking do it they don't even know about it they, they think it they, they think you can't be on a chart unless you're signed to a label bullshit oh, no. the labels do the same thing they register yeah. through the same company it's the same thing so hop on that for sure sounds can absolutely do you know do you know the website offhand well they can they can google it yeah google man sounds can <laughs> nielsen Nielsen is Nielsen runs it. Nielsen corresponds, works with Billboard. Just type in SoundScan, it'll pop up like the first link. Super easy, free. And if you do have a lot of money to throw down on top of that, you can uh, get the uh, that 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 bonus account, and you can actually see numbers for anybody, which is pretty fucking cool. 
But I'm not doing that, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I was gonna say I was just like I'm okay, just I'm well, just saying like if, if you really if like you wanted to if you really wanted to you could but it's there like it's it's very legit I mean it's as legit as it gets. You're breaking up. You're breaking. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. Can you hear me? All right. Right now, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Um, yeah, and that's really important. Um, that definitely local or unsigned band. You don't. You don't. You don't want to uh, lose opportunity based off of your like inexperience or whatever. Like, there's a lot of things that you can do to make sure that. You know, you your your game is stepped up before you're even at that level. Like, you always want to come off, or not even come off, but like you want to try and be as professional as you can be, no matter what what level of a band you're in. Like, you can be uh like just starting or whatever. But the more you know, serious you take yourself. I mean, obviously, still have fun with it, but like, the more knowledgeable you are about the industry. And you know things that you can do, uh, the things you're supposed to do. People are going to take you a lot more seriously, and you have a lot more opportunities. So I mean, I mean, with that being said, I feel like we can kind of tackle some of the things that uh, you know we've noticed that local bands, maybe your band, my my old band too, uh, maybe did uh, to that not well, not that we did, but. Uh, you know, some of the things that kind of come off noobish. Uh, I was going to say, some... yeah, we all did this shit. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I got you. I got you, bro. There's so many things that I wish I could turn back the clocks. You didn't say segue. Oh, segue. <laughs> segue. <laughs> that, was, that, was segue. A, that was a good ass sure. segue, too. <laughs> So, anyway, bro, I know yeah. we were talking about this before we got on the before we hopped on the podcast. I gotta let yeah. these these uh, listeners know, man, pet peeve number one, bro. If you're in a band, I know if anyone's listening right now, and if you're like you know one of the more responsible guys in the band, you'll probably know. I know you know. A couple of your members on stage for sound check up there. Uh-huh. The crowd's there. And y'all just bust out into some random ass song, and you don't. It's it's not. It doesn't even sound good. You just play it for like thirty seconds, and you're like geeking out, and then the crowd is just like, you know, crickets. <laughs> it's like, why'd you do that? <laughs> don't do that. Really? Do, do you see any band of any type of good caliber doing that? All right, man. Well, I think we got a lot in today we got stuff about spotify we got deep into spotify and i'm stoked that i have it and about to listen to all the music so if you have any unsigned bands out there if you're listening send us links we're gonna check out your music as as always that's just kind of what we do anyway but um talked about facebook instagram uh Twitter, all all the different strategies, and most importantly, well, that's all very important, but something extremely important, the SoundScan 
uh, aspect with uh, Orion's point. Definitely very uh, informative episode. Had a few laughs in there, right? <laughs> so yeah. Um, Segway. We're gonna, we're, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we're now going to get into our uh, uh, biography of dolphins and uh, all of that. But dolphin. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> I was about to lay down with the Morgan Freeman voice. Well, go, go. I mean, go ahead. Hello. We have to like get a fucking network deal for that one. Yeah, you're right. You guys don't. We we need we need the uh, the official paycheck to bust out the Morgan Freeman voice. So one day, time. <laughs> there are dolphins. <laughs> 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 but anyway uh we're fucking around we will uh we will see you guys another time uh and inside the unsigned we are on uh stitcher breaker uh google podcast apple podcast all, all all that fun stuff so be sure to check us out on that uh tell your friends about us and uh be sure to follow us my name is Joe Deke. And I'm O motherfucking G. And I'm signed. Peace.